This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Monday, December 13th. Facing stiff Republican opposition to re-election, Governor Brian Kemp is likely to lead Georgia legislators deeper into divisive cultural clashes over guns, race, and gender during the upcoming legislative session. The first-term governor has already endorsed efforts to restrict obscene materials from public schools and block K-12 educators from teaching critical race theory. The primary challenge announced this week by former U.S. Senator David Perdue is expected to elevate other issues when the legislature meets in January, including a long-stalled proposal that would let gun owners conceal and carry handguns without a permit. Purdue, too, is trying to force Kemp into a debate over whether to allow Buckhead and its wealthy white residents to split with the city of Atlanta by calling on the governor to follow his lead and support the idea. Other proposals will surely gain new attention as Kemp tries to protect his right flank and conservative legislators push for base-pleasing legislation, such as stricter anti-abortion measures and bans on transgender youth from competing in high school sports. In other news, Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms announced Friday afternoon that she selected a director for the city's Office of Violence Reduction. Jaquel Clemens-Moore is taking on the task of leading the city's new executive department. Crime was the main issue in this year's mayoral race amid rises in homicides and gun violence. Bottoms ended her re-election bid in May and announced in July that she would pursue a $70 million investment into public safety plans, which included the creation of the new Violence Reduction Office. Clemens Moore previously served as Chief Operating Officer and Interim Executive Director for the Kings Against Violence Initiative, which is a Brooklyn, New York-based nonprofit that works with young people to prevent interpersonal violence through advocacy, peer leadership, community mobilization, and social justice. She has more than two decades of experience in developing public health intervention, and she graduated from Clark Atlanta University, earning her Master of Public Health at New York University. Meanwhile, Jessica Lopez had to close her husband's casket Thursday morning during his funeral. He did not look like the high school sweetheart and jokester she had known. The right side of Juan Lopez's face revealed the trauma he endured November 26th after he was gunned down at an East Point Wells Fargo ATM. After he was gunned down at an East Point Wells Fargo ATM. East Point police said Juan was shot multiple times around 6.30 p.m. Several men fled the scene in a silver vehicle. Jessica wonders if the suspects may have been someone Juan knew, but she can't imagine who would do this to him. Police have not released any information about the suspects. And a proposed new development met its match in one of Roswell's oldest families. An Alabama developer's push to plant a 275,000-square-foot residential building for seniors in rural Roswell has been halted by neighbors that include Rucker family descendants who have lived next door for generations. The Ruckers were one of the earliest families to settle in the area in the 1800s. Gravant Partners' request to rezone 13 acres of land for a proposed project on Arnold Mill Road did not lead to a seconded motion for a vote during a November meeting of Roswell City Council. Residents consider it a victory that stopped plans to build a private luxury facility with spa and salon services, lounges, and multiple dining options for nearly 300 senior residents. Arnold Mill Road neighbor Alan Rucker, a nostalgic 68-year-old descendant of the Rucker clan, said new development is coming eventually, but projects should complement the countryside. Spoken Layer